Hi, I'm Anna Rose Carell, and you're listening to the Wildly Well Podcast. We exist to help women live healthy, whole lives deeply connected to God, themselves, and others. We're going to get real. You're going to get some tools and practical takeaways to care for your body, mind, and soul. And we're all going to get down on our knees in worship and prayer before the Lord. Because that's where we don't just get well, we get wildly well. I'm so glad you're here, friend. Let's go. Hi, friends. We are back, and I am so excited for today's episode. As you may or may not know, the mission of Wildly Well is to help women live healthy, whole lives deeply connected to God, themselves, and others. And I am so pumped because today we are really diving into the others part of this mission and just this part of our lives, our relationships. And I don't know about you, but I can certainly raise my hand and say that relationships and friendships, walking together, growing together, just doing life with people can get messy because, shocker, I am a messy human person and the perfectionist in me wants relationships to be easy, tidy, to just feel like, oh yeah, this is easy, this is just, you know, no bumps in the road, but that is simply not the case. And especially when you enter in physical, mental, or emotional seasons of trial, it can be even harder to keep friendships really just going the way that you want and to feel connected. And so, and I've learned over the past decade, really, that connection is something that I need so desperately, especially when I'm not feeling well. And so I'm very excited to introduce our guests today and to have a very fun conversation about connection, friendship, and what it's like for both of us, for me to be in this friendship as someone who certainly has had a lot of health issues and trials, especially through the time that we've been friends, and for her to really walk alongside me and to encourage me and check in on me and just be such a champion of my life and my health and just every every part of me. So without further ado, everyone, meet one of my dearest friends, Mira, and I will let you... Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, where you live, anything. I mean, give us anything you want to share. Hello. Yes, I'm Mira. I'm from Dallas, Texas, born and raised. I'm a Texas girl all day long. I went to SMU for undergrad, which is where I met Anna Rose and so many of the best people in my life. After graduation, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee to get my master's in marketing, and I've been working in the industry since. I absolutely love it here. It's been about two and a half years, and I've just had the best time. I've met so many new people. I've found great community. I've had so many new experiences, and it's just the best. Um, When I'm not working, I love trying new restaurants, traveling, going to workout classes with friends, 
anything of the sort. And I'm just excited to be here. I love it. I so miss living in the same city as you because I love all those things you just listed. <laughs> I know. One of these days, we'll we'll make it happen again. I know. It just makes it more fun when we are able to get together because it's like, wow, not only do we get to see each other, but it's always something fun. Like any coffee shop, any restaurant, any workout. It's, yeah. Yeah. I feel best. like that's a big part of something I miss is just the like daily fun with the friends I've had forever and who know me so well. But I try to make that happen anytime I see these people because it doesn't happen as frequently as it used to. And I miss it so much. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so good about that too, whenever you do come back. And yeah, it's always encouraging to me to see that and to just watch you, which I mean, this whole episode is literally about <laughs> how good of a friend <laughs> you are. So, yes, I have certainly been encouraged and inspired by just the effort and intentionality to reach out to anyone that you don't get to see on a daily basis and and to see them. But I would also just add that I think we met literally one of the very first days of college, like one of... Do you remember meeting in the lobby of Bose of our dorm? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I've been racking my brain all day for the very first moment. And yes, I totally see it in my head so clearly. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It was truly like one of the first moments after everyone's parents left and we were college students. And there you were. And Yeah, it's so sweet to look back and see how we met then, but over the course of college through Wesley, the college ministry that we were a part of, and just life in our dorm and church, how God really brought us together over that time. But yeah, we, we go way back. That is actually hilarious because now that I think about it, that was one of the most terrifying moments of my life because like you said- everybody's parents were gone. Things felt so real. And I remember everybody was like, oh, let's go out. Let's do this. And I was just like, what is happening? I don't know. (laughs) And it's also ironic because that our friendship looks so different than that moment would have predicted. I just find (laughs) that hilarious. (laughs) For real. I know. I was shaking in my boots Totally. I didn't own boots yet, but (laughs) (laughs) now you do. (laughs) Yes, Texas. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is the right way to put it. I'm shaking my for sure. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We were neighbors for a while too. I can't forget about that. Yeah. The hall neighbors. Wow. Throwback. The days. Missed that. I know. I know. Well, even from those freshman year days to the end of college to even like a month ago when I saw you over when you were home for Christmas, you have always been the most intentional, thoughtful, and really just present friend. Like when you show up to be with me or with anyone, you fully show up. You're not distracted. You're not multitasking or like I don't know. You just feel so grounded. And one of the things I cherish and admire about you so much is 
how you ask the most intentional questions. (laughs) And it's truly, I mean, I've always thought this about you. And I think it's just, you know, everyone wants to be known and seen. And especially in a friendship as you grow over the years and the seasons, I think there's just a deep need and desire in all of us to be seen and loved. And I think the way that you ask questions really does that. And for anyone listening, when I say the way she asks questions, I think it's the way that you are willing to go there. And and by there, I mean really any area of life that um, someone probably wants to talk about, but it might be hard to kind of get on the subject or kind of start the conversation. You are just fearless and such a great friend in the way you're like, no, I want to know, I want to check in on this part of your life. And I think it's the way that you probe. Like you don't just ask one question, you give these little follow-ups of, you know, if you asked me, how are you feeling? And I give you an answer and you'll say, okay, like, what do you think about that? Or how does that one part of what you said make you feel? Or let's circle back to that. It's these kind of follow-up questions that are just like a warm hug. (laughs) And I want to know, have you always been this way? Have you always just been curious and asked questions? Have it ever been have you ever been nervous to ask questions? I mean, just speak to any of it that that you'd like. Yeah, totally. I definitely haven't always been this way, but um, there are a couple of things that I think kind of contribute to that. But before that, I just want to say that is really touching to hear you say, and it just warmed my heart when you mentioned all that to me the first time. And it just makes me feel so special and I'm just so glad that that's how you view our friendship. Oh, um, of course. I feel like I've kind of always been a listener more than a talker. And a couple things come into play there. Number one, I don't know when this happened. And this is kind of ridiculous to say, but at some point I developed some sort of insecurity about talking about myself. So I would always make it a point to like keep asking questions because I'm not somebody who's like, when I sit down with you, I can just like spill everything. I have to have certain questions asked about me. Then I'll share whatever. Mm -hmm. I guess that kind of translated to what that might mean for the other person, um, in my head at least. And then I was also thinking back on this and there's a Bible verse, James 119, that says, be quick to listen and slow to speak. And I remember at one point that really resonated with me. So those kind of come into play here. And then also throughout college, the people that Anna Rose and I were surrounded with were just so intentional in wanting to genuinely know who you are, how you are, what sparks you, what you think, anything of the Mm -hmm. sort. So I think I learned a lot of this probing from other people, whether it was mentors in my life, friends, peers people maybe I had been mentoring. I was just learning and picking up all of this from other people. And 
thinking back on this, one of our friends in particular, Sophie, would always ask for little details in my life that I'd be like, that doesn't even matter. Why are you asking? Like, you actually care? <laughs> like what I did to you before we started recording, you said you went to Kaba. Okay, cool. I could have left it at, okay, you love Kaba, I love Kaba. But no, I want to know what you order. <laughs> because like, it's just fun little stuff. And like, yeah. I actually care. And then next time you go to Kaba, I can be like, oh, did you get the same order? Or did you change it up? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's fun little stuff like that. Yeah. That's just like airy, no big deal. But then follow-up questions, like you said, um, where I can just probe and ask you how you're feeling or what your view is. That helps me relate to you more. It helps me support you. And that's what I want to offer in a friendship. I want to be there to encourage you when you need it. I want to be there to celebrate little wins. I want to carry the burden with you. And I can't know how to do all that if I don't probe and ask you questions. And I think in my life, people have shown me that they're not afraid to ask me the harder questions to take things a little bit deeper. And that's just how I've learned that it's worth it because I know how that has made me feel like, oh, you weren't uncomfortable enough to hold back from asking this question that then took our friendship to a deeper level. Mm. That's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe I shouldn't stop myself from asking the questions that could take our friendship to another level. And I feel like that's when you actually feel more known, more seen, more loved. And that also lasts for so much longer than any kind of surface level conversation would and any conversation that kind of ends at a yes or no would. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, man. I'm just soaking in everything you said because it's all, <laughs> it's so true. And I love what you said about being slow to speak and listening and it just it's made me think of the pastors at my previous church would say we want to be there you are people not here I am people oh I love that to walk into a room or a conversation or FaceTime or whatever it is and really pursue the other person, be curious about them, love them with all you've got and, you know, not drag your, like every, all the things that you like, you totally can share in a friendship, right? And you're probably going to get into, but being genuinely curious and supportive of them. Yeah. That, Yeah. That yeah, I think that phrase genuinely curious actually goes a long way. Mm, yeah, I like that a lot. And I think too, at some point I developed this mindset. I think it's just from being in the church for a long time that what actually matters in life is others, not mm. myself. And so that's my focus when I'm with people who I haven't seen in a like whether I haven't seen in a long time or in a day. It actually has nothing to do with me. That moment is all about the other person. Mm. And you mentioned me being disconnected and not multitasking. I make it a point to always put my phone away because I want my attention to be on that person. I want my that person to know that I'm fully there for you. And especially mm. people like you who live at home or my home, I guess, live in Dallas. <laughs> I haven't seen you on forever and I'm not good about calling. We, You, you know this. Everybody knows this about me. <laughs> <laughs> I am a good texter here and there, but 
I'm so much better at giving time and attention in person. So I always want to savor that and make it as worthwhile when I can see you. And part of my goal is that you would walk away from our catch up feeling like that time was worth it and that you feel known and seen and that you'd want to do it again. I don't want it to ever be like a well, that didn't go how I hoped it would, or I don't know that mm. we'll do that again. Oh my gosh, that'd be my worst fear. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, this is so, <laughs> my brain is just like, is just screaming, girl, you'd live this out. You do this. <laughs> like, this is You're so sweet. who you are. Um, And it's, it's so, it's honestly convicting to me because that you describe the person I want to be and this is just such a good encouragement of like keep going keep pursuing that keep thinking about it and I think something important that you said too is that questions can take your friendship to a deeper level Mm -hmm. asking about different parts of someone's life um you know asking things you may not know about them yet but you want to know and being willing to be vulnerable which I think even asking questions is vulnerable if it's not a subject area that you have touched on a lot before but I'm really curious you have been a friend who has seen me walk through different parts of my health journey from not knowing at all what was going on and how I was not feeling well but and had symptoms but didn't have really an answer for it to now having so much more information and managing things and still learning and seeking healing but just in a totally different place and so as a friend walking through this with me who does not have the exact same experiences as me in that realm what has been helpful for you um, in this area of our friendship? What has been helpful for me to share about how I'm feeling? How can I be a better friend to you in this area? I'm just, I think there are a lot of people listening who feel, who have either some kind of physical symptom or even a mental health symptom going on and they don't feel connected um, or friends of those people who want to support them, but maybe are nervous or don't know because they haven't walked in their shoes how to do that. So mm-hmm. let's open up this specific area of our friendship and just kind of dive in. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is that's helpful to me is clarity And I heard the phrase this week, clarity is kind, which just kind of Mm. blew my mind because so obvious, but have I really put two and two together? No, not necessarily. But one of the things that's been the most helpful to me is your vulnerability and just sharing exactly what it is you're going through. And honestly, I don't know that I would have the boldness or the courage to share some of the things that you have just because I'm such a closed book when it comes to certain stuff. But the fact that you have shared certain things allows me to feel more connected to you in that way because as somebody who doesn't have similar health struggles, I have no way of guessing what you're feeling or how you're going through. Mm -hmm. So your just open communication about that has been so 
helpful to me, whether it's like I'm experiencing extreme fatigue. Great. That's awesome for me to know because then like in a social situation, I know ahead of time, oh, Anna Rose might want to tap out early because she just doesn't have the capacity to stay out as late as some other people might. Or, hey, you're trying this new um, uh, eating journey, diet, whatever you might want to call it. Great. How can I support you in that? Can we make a fun dinner together that aligns with that, but like should kind of put a positive twist on this so that it doesn't feel like a bummer? Great. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. It's little things like that um, that you share that I feel like I can support. And then in other ways for maybe some more challenging parts of your health journey, then I feel like at least I can, um, let those maybe emotions that come with this sit and realize what that might, what that might actually mean for you. But I think at the end of the day, it's all coming back to clarity. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I haven't, I have not thought of one way you could be a better friend to me in this way, because (laughs) you just are so open and honest about it. Anytime we talk about it, whether it's super hard stuff that maybe you don't even want to share, but you push yourself to, or maybe it's just like quicker, easier stuff, uh, like more lighthearted updates. I think that you are so communicative and just willing to open up about all that stuff and not that wouldn't come easily to everybody. So I do really appreciate that about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's so ironic how it's when something is not right with your body, it can feel all-encompassing. Like it can feel like, man, this is my whole world. And yet at the same time, it can feel like, okay, but no one else is in this world with me. And so mm-hmm. it's – um there's in my experience been just such a deep need and desire for community and for friendship and people to know how I'm doing or like, man, I have this doctor's appointment coming up where I'm getting results or, you know, we're going to kind of make a plan and come up with next steps. It is so refreshing to have people in on that because God literally is a community. The Trinity is a community of three. And so as we're made in his image, we were made for community and for people. And I think to have you almost, I feel like every single time we chat in some capacity, you check in and say, how's your health doing? Hey, how are you feeling? How's, you know, this supplement or this last change you made since we Mm -hmm. last spoke how's it going and I think just asking that question it might seem really simple to you like oh it's just one question but I think it opens up such a deep space of what I carry and what I feel and am navigating that it's like okay this is a safe beautiful place to share this and to yeah. You know, not walk alone in it. And yeah, it's so, so beautiful. You're just a champion of people. And I'm so curious too. I didn't put this on the questions beforehand. Oh boy. <laughs> so we can do a little brainstorm. <laughs> okay. Here we go. But are there any questions, not just about health related stuff, but in friendship in general? Are there any go-to questions you have when you're 
talking to someone or you want to know more or you're making a new friend, any that come to mind? Hmm. Yeah, I think you kind of touched on this one earlier, but uh, it's something I'm trying to incorporate more and more is the idea of how you feel about something. So yeah, you might be telling me about something new that's happened in your life uh, or a change that's happened. Could be anything, but there's like the fact of what it is. And then there's also the fact of your feeling toward it. Mm. And so I'm trying to make it a point to ask like, okay, that's great. How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think another one is, and this is definitely more generic, but is kind of the follow-up on, hey, how's maybe this person that's come up in your life or not necessarily new in your life, but ha- or has been part of it for a long time. But if there's something that you mentioned about that person, At one point, I try and make it a point to follow up on that, uh, see how things are going. I guess in general, I try to follow up on a lot of things because part of friendship in life is just journeying together and you have to know the updates. And so that's something that I always want to keep tabs on is like the evolution of whatever it might be that's important Mm -hmm. to you. And on that note, something else I always try to keep in mind is what's important to you is therefore important to me. And that's what I want to ask about. Mm. What can I, how can I show you that I care about the things that you care about? You know, Mm. also want to, I mean, this is kind of generic, but I will always want to know like the new things that are happening in your life. In addition to following up on anything that's been going on. Mm. Mm -hmm. I also think it's kind of an ongoing conversation. Like as you build new friendships and as you continue with ones you've had forever, what new questions can you ask? How can you still get to know that person on a deeper level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My mind is still blown from what you said about there's the fact of what happened, like an update practically of, okay, this life event went down, but then there's also how you feel about it, your thoughts, feelings, prayers, your reaction, what that really means for you as a person. That is so true. And I think it's it's easy to get caught up in the practical, just sharing, you know, yeah, this thing happened. But where friendships blossom and really go deeper is that follow-up. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And like for us, you could – you've had plenty of appointments in the past where you've come to me and said, you know, this one was not so great. I got this news that, you know, I was really bummed to hear, or this just didn't go as I'd hoped for it to. And again, you can end the conversation there and go, oh, that's a bummer. Like, I'm really sorry. I'll be praying for you. Or you can take it another step further and go, man, that's really a bummer. How do you feel about that? Like, do you feel hopeful that it might change one day or are you just like so stuck in the moment and just totally discouraged and in that way I can kind of take on the burden of whatever you might be feeling Mm -hmm. and then share that with you so that hopefully it feels lighter and then again that's something that we're able to trace together in the future as it evolves Mm -hmm. and that's where the friendship deepens oh so good that's just such good encouragement and just I mean for 
anyone, again, with any kind of trial, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, circumstantial, or just anyone in a friendship with any human anywhere, which is literally every single person listening (laughs) to this. Okay. And my final question for you today is really to speak to the people who are walking alongside somebody in a health journey. What encouragement do you have for them for checking in on their people, for just being in relationship with them? Any tips or practical questions that have been helpful for you? Yeah, I think like you mentioned earlier, I kind of always start with how's your health and then go from there, just kind of try to meet you where you are. But I think two of my biggest tips for anybody supporting someone struggling with their health, however that might look, is first don't stop asking questions because this is likely not something that's coming to a resolution anytime soon for the person who's struggling. They're going to always need support, always need encouragement, always need celebration where they can find it. And kind of like you said earlier, you feel sometimes in your own little world because no one is experiencing this with you. And as somebody who's supporting a friend experiencing that, you don't want them to feel like they're in their own little world at any point. Mm. And then the other piece of advice I would share is if you happen to stumble upon any sort of resource that might be able to help this friend more than you can, share it. I remember a few years ago, I put two and two together and realizing that someone I happened to know kind of just through the grapevine through summer camp experienced similar health struggles that you did. And I shared that person with you and y'all connected more than I even thought that you would. And I think she was more helpful to you than I realized she could be. Now that might've lasted for like two days. It could have lasted for two years. It just <laughs> depends on the situation. But I just remember thinking, wow, I'm so glad that I shared this resource with her because I can't help in the way that she can. Mm. And also just support celebration looks different for every kind of friendship that might be similar to this one. And um, another last note that I'll say is I kind of like to understand how friends and family are supporting other friends and family are supporting in this time, because if that's something that where there's a gap, then that allows you to kind of fill that and understand that a little Mm. bit more. And it's easy to assume, oh, all friends and family will be as supportive as needed And that's not always the case, especially when you don't live close to them. So it's Mm -hmm. a good, uh, what's the word? That's a helpful. Yeah. Yeah. You're just covering the bases or just like making sure that the bases are covered. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Easier to, better to ask, not easier, but better to ask than to assume. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, better to ask than to assume. That's so good. I guess that's the theme here. <laughs> yeah, that that might just be the title of the episode now. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, and I want to say too that for the people going through some kind of season in their health journey that's taken them by surprise, I just want to encourage you to – as much as possible to not get stuck in that own little world because 
it can get really dark and lonely and cold <laughs> in that world. And that's exactly where the enemy wants us to be and where he wants us to stay. And community pushes us back towards the light and towards the Lord and the joy that he brings and the care and attention to detail that he has for every single one of us. And so showing up for your friends, even if you're not able to physically show up, texting, FaceTiming, you know, writing a letter, emailing, I don't care how it, <laughs> what it looks like, um, but still showing up and asking them questions and not making it, you know, the Anna Rose show for every single conversation that you have ever, I think is just healthy to get us, because whether we're going through a health trial or a financial trial or any kind of trial, it's so easy for us to feel like, oh my gosh, it's like this is either never going to end or it's like we just get so consumed by it. And of course, we need to care about those things and tend to them and take steps to work through them. But mm -hmm. we're still called to love and serve other people. So showing up however we can in the season is is so important and i would just encourage anyone listening to to keep showing up and to keep being a good friend back or to keep leading the way if you um, are craving a deeper friendship or connection or someone to ask you about your health share that with them say hey like i this is an area i love to grow closer in i'd love to share this part of my life and my story with you and and I'm sure they will be so excited and honored that you want to go there and that you're inviting them into that part of your life yeah absolutely yeah well friends that's what we have for today I am so grateful you've been around and yeah if you if this moved you in any way, I'd love to hear from you either in the DMs of the Wildly Well Instagram, which is linked below. You can reach out on the website, however you feel called to reach out. I'm here for you. I'm cheering you on. And I hope that this pushes you to closer, deeper friendships and that you would know the Lord, yourself, and your people in a deeper way. Thank you so much, Mira, for being here. You were such a treat for everyone. And friends, we will see you next time. Thanks for having me.